I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Jeffrey. Hey, Jen. How are you? Great. Are you excited? I, it's here. It's here. We're talking to Lynn Thurman. Yeah, it's the, today. The author of The Inner Goddess Revolution. <laughs> it's crazy that we're doing this. It's so great. Jeffrey, I got to tell you something. Tell me. I love the book. Yeah? Not kidding. Yes. I love it. That's great. I think it's a great book. I, it must be. I mean, like, Brittany loves it, right? Like, It's really out there mm-hmm. and at the same time, very practical. She gets right to it. That's the thing. I, it, she makes it so easy, right? Like it, you, you believe her. It's, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Everyone, go and get this book. It's worth it. Male, female. Yeah. Non-binary. We all have an inner goddess. We all have an inner goddess. That's it's right. just accessing our inner goddesses. That's it. You know. And she talks about getting real with our finances, mm-hmm. reconnecting with nature. Mm-hmm. Uh finding our our creating a mission statement for ourselves yes oh that's that's a that's a good one you're gonna love what she calls that oh so here's our our chat with lynn thurman let's just get right to it very practical i just really love how you especially tackle the subject of money and how that can really awaken our inner goddess and Mm. it's a subject i don't know if it's so taboo in the uk but it is very taboo in the u.s to talk about our relationship to money what that brings up and i just wanted to ask you was that something you knew you wanted to talk about um, like, um, the U S over here, we don't talk about money at all. It, yeah. You just don't generally talk about money, even with your closest friends. It's just not a subject that, that you bring up. It, 
you know, people would look at you really strangely if you started to talk about money and probably back off a bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's important because it, it's a part of life. You can't live in this world without having a relationship with money. And most of us are pretty screwed up with that relationship. It's so true. And because this is called We Need to Talk About Britney, I was thinking about Britney a lot during this chapter <laughs> and not just myself and thinking about how Britney, you know, is this huge earner and she's been such an iconic pop star. And so with that comes fame and money, especially. And she also is a, uh, she earns money for so many people. There are so many people on her team. She employs mm. so many and so many who have been with her from the very beginning. And yet there's this piece, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Brittany uh, has been under a conservatorship for 10 years now. And so she is not actually in charge of her own finances. And I can only imagine mm. what that must feel like to not have the power to go and buy yourself a car or you need permission to even go to the grocery store and decide what you're spending. Not that Britney Spears goes to the grocery store, but you know what I'm saying, Lynn. <laughs> um, and and I, I've been saying for a long time, even before reading your book, uh, there's this financial planner or um, financial, I don't know, guru, if you'd call her, Susie Orman. She's big in the U.S., but she's a real character. And I'm always saying, I just wish Brittany could sit down with Susie and they and and Brittany could have an understanding of her finances, even just knowing like what her monthly bills are. Do you really need a financial empowerment plan, which is what I call it in in the book. You need this. You need your eight-month emergency fund. You need a will. You need a trust. You need those things. But more than those things even, you need to know who you are. You need to be able to deal with money within your family. It's Money is just a manifestation of you. I agree, but I think there's also a difference with the big stars who let other people manage their money because it's their choice. Mm. And with Brittany, she has no choice. Mm. so it's very disempowering um but she there must you know just because someone else manages your money you must still be able to access the information yes about what's going on I think it yeah I think that's really important at least it, it's then a step in the right direction of taking control back yes giving her some sort of control like the control that she can have right now in her life yeah you know otherwise you're treating her like a child and not giving her room to grow even if it means making some mistakes along the way you talk a lot about your personal experiences in this book and uh in a way that uh it made me feel seen and connected to you and i i saw a lot of similarities between you and Brittany. Uh, when you were talking about those personal experiences, I think you mentioned your two boys um, mm -hmm. and that you were a single mom. And then you also talk about your own mental health journey and how you had fallen into a depression. And I could only imagine that while Brittany was reading this, that she felt very connected to you and very seen. Um, and do you have any idea how Brittany found your book? I was absolutely clueless. I have no idea. Because like I said, it's it's been out five four or five years. Um and it was published by a quite you know, quite a small publisher. So I don't know. I have no idea. I'd love to find out. <laughs> it seems almost magical 
like the universe <laughs> kind of it just it, it appeared in front of Brittany. I have two theories. I think either uh, a therapist gave her the book or that she was on a vacation and she found it somewhere like in a spa and it happened to be sitting there or uh, in a drawer in a hotel room. These are my two theories. They're completely uh, coming from nowhere, but uh, other than my intuition, but so that's what I'm thinking. I would go with those ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I really do feel as though this book found Brittany exactly when she needed to read it. Uh, and in reading the book, I was like, yes, oh gosh, this is so what Brittany needs to be reading right now. <laughs> now, Lynn, I don't know uh, if you are aware of, of this, but uh, a piece in your book, you talk about PMS. Now, in the US, I don't know if this is also in the UK, that means that's talking about, you know, our premenstrual cycle. Um, and yeah, and... it's the same. <laughs> I was playing on words. <laughs> I love that you did that. It was fantastic. So you have renamed PMS into a personal mission statement. I was like, yes, <laughs> we're doing it. I love it. Um, and I think it is so important for for all of us, not just women, but for men to also access their inner goddess. And, uh, and I just love the idea of coming up with a personal mission statement and just getting really clear. I think it just, it keeps your book, it, it keeps coming back to this, like radical acceptance, honesty, clarity, awareness. Uh, and, and that truly is the most empowering thing for all of us to walk through our lives authentically and, and honestly. Does your personal mission statement change? Do you continue to practice uh, what you've written in your book? I do, but every day is a new opportunity and it brings up new challenges and everyone is human. So some days they do better than others, <laughs> but it is a continuous thing. And I suppose the more you practice, I think for me, since writing the book, um, awareness has been played such a huge part in my life because it was sitting there writing it that I realized that without having awareness, you, you really don't have much of a handle on anything that goes on in your life. Mm. So I do try to cultivate that as much as possible rather than just do things on autopilot. But, you know, like I'm human, I'm, <laughs> there are times <laughs> during the day when I slip into that mode, especially if you do um, habitual things like cooking the dinner, you know, driving, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, I do try and live by what I say because – I believe that integrity is really important. Actually, I'm sitting here with Jeffrey Rizzi. He is my co-pilot on the podcast, and he wanted to ask you a question. Two things I wanted to ask. One, I wanted to ask, how did you pick your name? And then I also wanted to see if you thought Britney Spears was an acceptable name to use as your magical name. <laughs> <laughs> good questions um well I, that video must be yonks old i can't even remember doing it um oh i think i my magical name has changed over the years and i readdressed that uh, about a year and a half ago and i actually pink picked something that was a little controversial that felt a lot bigger than me but it was a name in my family line through my – I've done a lot of um, 
family research so it was a a very peculiar name that I thought I could grow into so that's how I found my recent magic name because I really can't remember doing that video so I can't remember what that would have been at the time and choosing Britney Spears as a magical name yeah why not go for it yeah we're both gonna, we're all gonna do it we're all gonna do it over here Lynn we can all be Britney Spears <laughs> there's a lot of I mean I it would take a long time to grow into that name she carries so much power Lynn, who is Britney to you? Before you found out she was reading your book, if someone said mentioned Britney Spears to you, what would you have thought in that moment? Oh, well, I can remember when her first video came out over here, um, the Hit Me Baby One More Time on. Mm -hmm. And, of course, everyone loved it, especially the men. But I remember <laughs> that. I remember thinking, oh, she's so young and – that kind of, but it kind of caught a wave over here, so it's very popular. So I always think of that. But then when she hit the news, which was a while ago, when she had that kind of breakdown, mm -hmm. I remember that, but not because it was – I just felt incredibly sad because we all go through those stages in life where the pressure's become far too much, but she has to live it out on a public screen where we can – close the door and and not have to deal with you know the press yeah. so I have kind of different Britneys in my mind all at once don't we all I think that's universal if you if you know who Britney Spears is we all feel that way I always say even if you've never shaved your head in front of the paparazzi we've all been there you know what I mean yeah absolutely we all have those moments and, you know, I was just, I can't imagine what it would have felt like to her at that time or afterwards. It, that's just too much pressure for one person. Mm. Yeah. Right now, Brittany uh, has also been posting uh, different, she hasn't mentioned your book since that post, but I feel um, threads of your book in her current posts. She recently talked about being in nature and how that's making her uh, feel quite alive right now. And uh, that's another big piece of your book. And Lynn, if there were, um, if there was one thing that you could, uh, you could, you, in a way to, to guide us to wake up our inner goddess, uh, what would that be? And you can have more than one. <laughs> well the first thing last night I don't know if you saw there was the most amazing full moon mm. so okay. I would invite people to go out look up look at the stars look at the moon when it's full and to really just feel how amazing and how in awe of the universe and how it all slots together so perfectly and how we're part of that we are we're just amazing beings and we forget that because there's so much rubbish going on in our lives and society tells us to conform to straight to certain ways so we 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 lose our connection but it's around us all the time like at the moment it's absolutely chucking it down here <laughs> so mm -hmm. if i wanted to feel connected to feel alive i could step out my front door and feel the rain on my skin little things like that really do remind us of who we are and 
how important it is to feel alive, actually. Hawaii is so beautiful. You're so lucky that you get to live here. But I hear that you're from Louisiana. Yeah, just like you. Really? What yeah. part of Louisiana are you from? Um, really? That's cool. And I hear we have the same birthday. Yeah. Are both Sagittarius? December 2nd. That's so cool. Could you describe uh, tapping to the audience and to me? I'm very curious about this. I've heard a little bit about it before. Uh, and EFT. They're the same thing. EFT is emotional freedom technique, and it's just usually shortened to tapping. It is um, a therapy or a process where you actually tap on certain acupressure points. There's only eight or so that you use, and it's kind of like talk therapy as well because you say what is bothering you. You don't hide it. You bring it up to the surface. And by tapping on the acupressure points, it kind of takes the emotional sting out of what you're feeling. It's very bizarre-looking. But for me and for the people that I've used it with, it really does seem to work. So it's, it's strange. It's worth giving it a Google. You're, you're, you know, it's very easy to learn and you can be set up in like 10 minutes and quite painless. Can you mm-hmm. talk to me about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I, it would, Another strange thing, um, identifying with that word, was another kind of chance encounter because I've always been a little bit on the strange side, um, always interested in the mysteries of life ever since I was a a small child. Um, But when I was going through my divorce when I was in my late 20s and my whole life was falling down, um, it just crumbled, I joined a book club um, one month, I forgot to select the book of. Well, I, I forgot to get, select a book, so they sent me the book of the month, and it was a book called Witchcrafting by Phyllis Curot, who's a U.S. lawyer and a Wiccan um, high priestess. And I just thought, oh God, I don't want to read this, but I didn't have anything else to read, so I picked it up and I read it, and it really resonated with me. Um, it it felt like coming home to something. I didn't I didn't even know it existed before that book. So to me, um, as I journey through this kind of um, this label of a witch, it's about it's really about finding the roots to things, to being back out in nature, to work with the energies and the undercurrents that really have no words about connecting with the universe in maybe more um, visual ways than most religions connect, where it's not just prayer. It could be chanting and making a beautiful altar, uh, lighting candles, lighting incense. And, yeah, it's a a very personal journey, especially as witchcraft and word witch conjures up many different images in people's minds and not always very positive. Here's Veronica. <laughs> oh my god. Veronica the witch. I will cast a spell on you. Uh, it's um really interesting. I do I've done recently a lot of work about um witchcraft and um have a whole heap of notes just waiting to be turned into another book. And I noticed how like the hashtag witch has become really, really popular on Instagram. And it 
it goes up by a million like every month or something ridiculous. Mm. And I think that these archetypes that have been repressed for a long time are coming to the forefront because we need to feel empowered again. It's gone too long in in the other direction, so we need to readdress the balance and bring it back. So I think that's why a lot of people, a lot of women are very interested, they're very curious about everything around female empowerment. it was this year I went to a big conference in London it is called the magical women conference um and the energy there was I can't even describe it it was like electric and yeah and that was like on a large scale but it happens on smaller scales as well where if you if you get conscious women together then you feel like you can take on the world you can make changes you can anything can happen so true. Lynn, can you describe to me what your your day-to-day life is like? Do you live in a small town or a big city? Um, it is a normal-sized town, I suppose. I don't live too far away from the sea, which is nice, but um, on a day-to-day basis, I don't generally get down there, even though it's about four miles away. Um, but I'm originally from London, which obviously, as you know, is a huge <laughs> city. So we're down on the coast. Um, so my day, actually, I don't really have a normal day-to-day. Some things are normal. I get up, I do yoga, I journal, I do meditation, and then the day starts. I home educate my daughter, so that factors in. And I run my own business with my husband, so I spend a lot of time behind the computer And then, I don't know, sometimes meet friends in the evening. Uh, But I'm really geeky, so I'm I'm quite happy with a book (laughs) and and a cup of tea. (laughs) Like I said, it's a rock and roll lifestyle for me all the way. (laughs) What's so funny is that's that's, what you described is very similar to a day in the life of Britney Spears, at least what she shares with us on Instagram. I mean, she is doing yoga. She, I don't know if she meditates, but she will work out. She likes being in nature. She'll paint. She journals. She, I, I think, again, I think, Lynn, am I talking to Britney Spears? You guys might be the same person. It's very, it is rock and roll. And she loves a cup of tea. And I don't know if you know this, but Britney's grandmother is from England. And so sometimes she does uh, a, a touch of a British accent or she'll, she'll, uh, you know, she'll call someone a bloke. Um so I think it's just another another reason why the two of you seem so similar to me. <laughs> we'll definitely have to meet up one day. That would, that would be very interesting. <laughs> Lynn, we have to get a note to her somehow. We have to connect the two of you just to even have a moment. Or do you think that's that's not what this is for? Are you just happy knowing that Brittany is reading your book? Or would you like to, to get a, a message to her or have some sort of communication? I really would like to because, I mean, how often does an author get um, get their book 
mentioned by Britney Spears, there's got to be something bigger, more meaningful than that. So I would, I would love to get a message to her, even if it's just to ask, you know, did she get anything from the book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did she enjoy it? Just, it would, it would really, I would, I would love that. I really would. Well, I'm putting it out in, into the world. I want that for you then, Lynn. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, Lynn, what is your business that you run with your husband? Do you mind me asking? No, not at all. Um, it's called the Quiet Rebel Bureau. It's that whole thing of you know whispering rather than shouting being an introvert myself um i realized that there's so many people who have got so much wisdom to share but their voices aren't the loudest they don't shout they're very quietly getting on with things um so we started this business last year to help mind body spirit authors self-publish their books uh, and I also, because my background is in IT, that I, I create websites for people as well. So it's all about helping people be seen in a quiet way. <laughs> Lynn, do you have a a favorite Britney Spears song, or is she more just um, is she more just a, a as a whole? You see her as just like Britney, or and or you're not familiar with her catalog. I don't know all of her catalogue, but I do like Toxic. Yes, I'm not. I'm not really familiar with the old, with the newer stuff, but I think Toxic is my favourite. And they had a really cool video as well. A really cool video, Lynn. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm seeing this. This just came to me. I am seeing you building an altar in your home, where we light some candles. You are thinking about Britney. You're playing Britney music. And I think that does that, that might invite the conversation, the connection between you and Britney to get in touch. Like we need to kind of like set an intention. What do you think about this? Should we, yeah. yeah. And then I think that's really good. Yeah. Let's do it. Put some Britney music on and just vibe out. And I, I think she's good. Then she's going to call. It's going to happen. Well, you know, the funny thing was before that chat 
messaged me to say that Brittany had mentioned my book. The day before on Halloween, we were waiting at a train station to pick a friend up and we were sitting opposite a poster for a, a new West End play for Juliet, like Romeo and Juliet, but it's based on modern music. And it had the songs underneath and, uh, you know, about three or four of them were Britney Spears. So my daughter was in the car. So I said, oh, you know, let's listen to some of this music. So I put Britney Spears on for the first time in, you know, I don't know how long. So maybe that conjured up, you know. So there's definitely something going on there. <laughs> yeah. I, it, the two of you, there's, there is something happening right now. Like it's, and who knows what Britney has gotten from your book other than she seems to be very excited about it and kind of that this has lit a fire within her uh what have you gotten from from knowing that she has read your book how does it feel to you it feels very strange really strange because yeah why would Britney Spears who even though I don't you know I'm not really plugged into what's going on I know her and that you know that she's a huge star and it just feels yeah weird and I, I can't make much sense of it and I'm not even going to try it I don't think because yeah <laughs> I can't I just I just accept what is what is do you have a a hope for Britney or a wish for Brittany, an intention that you want to set for Brittany at this point in her life? I do. And I think it's just simply happiness. Um, since I found out that she read my book, I, I've been looking at her on social media and the, like on Instagram, that she seems to be a lot happier doing exercises and, you know, more, I don't want to say wholesome, that sounds like 1950s housewife, but but things that perhaps bring her pleasure. And maybe it really is time to stop looking at the external and just really think about what makes her happy. And if that means doing yoga, going swimming, doing your gym, then that's that's good. That's all that needs to happen. Um, yesterday evening, for example, um, seeing the full moon, I stand there, I have to take pictures because I just feel so in awe of everything. And how beautiful the light shines down in the darkness. Those things. Um, going down by the sea. I love the sea. Uh, sitting down, having a cup of coffee with my husband and reading a book. You know, really the, the small things in life bring me the most happiness and the most pleasure. And it's never usually the big things. It's, it's always the small moments, those small precious moments which anyone can have at any time, really. It doesn't It doesn't cost anything to stand outside and look at the moon or to go by a river, go to a park, and to breathe, to remember to breathe and to bring awareness into your existence. And once you start remembering to do that, then many more things bring you that kind of happiness and pleasure. And the smallest things always, always seems to be the smallest things. Okay, okay. <laughs> Lynn delivered. Here she is, man. I'm, I'm, I hope my performance was okay because I was nervous. No, but she, God, she, but she's so, she, you were great. She was so calm. You were, no, everything was great. 
Lynn uh-uh. is a very industrious woman. She's creating businesses left and right. Mm-hmm. She wants people to feel seen and to feel heard. Even mm-hmm. now, her business is all about that. Yeah. I've got a great companion read to go with the inner goddess revolution. You ready for it? Ready. The book is called Quiet. I think I've talked about it here on the podcast before. Okay. My therapist made me read it because mm-hmm. my husband is an introvert. Oh. And I clearly am an extrovert. Yes. And so I read that book and I think it could be a great companion read if we're trying to yeah. fully understand Britney Spears. Here's what I got from Lynn. Play it on me. Lynn yep. and Britney are the same person. So much. When she talked about having two young boys and going mm-hmm. through a divorce and then falling into a deep depression. Right? Hello, KFED, Brittany, two boys, the whole thing. The whole thing. Also, her favorite thing is to just be have a cup of tea and read a book. And, and then do she starts her day doing yoga, meditation. Come on. Come on. They are the same person. But she talks about her. But she doesn't even realize it. Lynn doesn't even know this. No, because like, Lynn doesn't care because Lynn is just being her authentic self. Exa- right? That's the thing. Like she, she knows deep down that her and Brittany are the same, but that's all part of the plan. There's, so she's like. But also it just makes so much sense to me why Brittany felt so connected to the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, because Brittany, she has talked about a few, a couple of books. Right. Mm-hmm. She had that one astrology book that she talked about. Yes. I know, yeah. And then other times she's. I mean, this was, I think, from over a year ago where she was laying in bed and she's like, sometimes there's nothing better than laying in bed with a good book. <laughs> and then she didn't tell us what she was reading. Though. She just, and it's like, are you reading the book, Brittany? Because I have a confession uh, to make. Sometimes I will think to myself, oh, this is going to feel so good to sit down with a book. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I don't read it. I read one page because right. I have, I have so, ADD. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. Very bad ADD. And when do you have time to sit down and read a book? I don't know, you know? Jeffrey. I do have like, time. I do have time. But like, how do you, I don't know. I always struggle with that. Like, it's it's like getting yourself to work out. It's like getting, like forcing yourself to like sit down and actually take that moment of peacefulness for yourself. And you never regret it. Just like going to the gym. Right. When I read something, never regret it. No. So it's been a practice. I'm, I'm practicing sitting down. I'll even set a timer to sit and read. Yes. That's, that's so the other book that she posted, you pulled it up. Astrology. I did. I did. The other book she was just was Astrology for the Soul by Jane Spiller. Yeah, Jane. Get it. Yeah. It's uh. For the first time ever, a professional astrologer reveals the secrets. Brittany is a mystic. Yes, she is. She is a magical being. Brittany is a witch. She, she is. We, I mean, we knew this, but like, she has extra special powers. Didn't you just want to go to the sea with Lynn? She said when she said she didn't say the ocean. She said the, the sea. sea. You know what else she said that made me just jump? I don't know if you saw me, but she said she said this unironically. She said, just feel the rain on your skin. And I was like, Natasha Bedingfield. Like, you don't even know. You're so in touch with pop. Like, <laughs> she, she, she's like, 
Oh, it was beautiful when she said that. Here's a pitch. Britney's got, she's a, she's a pop star. Mm-hmm. She's got weird entourage people. Yep. Oh, my God. She has a care manager. <gasps> Lynn should be added to the team as a spiritual consultant. Yes. Oh, my God. Spiritual advice. Like, oh, man, the book spiritual she could write. Put right? her on the payroll. Oh, my God. Just let her, like, sit in the room while Britney does yoga. She'll, like, t- totally pick up on what she needs help with. Because here's the thing. Lynn's not going to gossip about Britney. No. She's got no business doing that. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. Because nope. let me tell you people, listeners out there, there are people who know Britney Spears and they are constantly trying to spill the tea to me and they yep. want me to get on the, the mic and repeat. Yep. But then I ask them to come on the show and they say no go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not here to to repeat what you tell me. Right. If there's something you feel like you need to talk about when it comes to Britney, come totally. on, like, and they don't. And that, to me, is some dark shit. It is. But Lynn, she doesn't want to gossip about Britney. She no. just likes Britney. She wants all of us to feel empowered and mm-hmm. strong. She has a lot of empathy for Britney. Mm-hmm. It's because she's so empowered and strong. She doesn't need to gossip about anyone or anything because she, she knows the universe has a plan. She sees the plan. She sees the bigger picture. So gossip means nothing to her because she knows, you know. Lynn had quite a giggle. <laughs> yeah, <she did. laughs> I really enjoyed her energy. It was the sock comment. I know you brought that back up at the end, but how cute was that? It was so cute. Oh, the socks. And when she kind of was like, oh, it's all very rock star. Haha, <laughs> not really at all. But it's like, well, it's this like, is well, exactly no, how Britney lives her life. Exa- oh, my God. Another point where I was like typing ferociously. <laughs> like, oh you my know, God. sometimes I make fun of Britney in a way where I'm like, she's basically living in a mental institution because they mm. have like painting hour where she does right. watercolors and then she's she swims. goes to yoga yeah. and then she, yeah. But, but maybe Britney is just really doing life right. She's doing the rock star thing. Maybe. Because when Lynn was saying how Britney gets to the simple things because she doesn't have to worry about the grind of like, you know, mm. making sure a roof is kept over her head. She right. doesn't have to worry about that financial piece. Yeah. But then I was like, well, that's true, Lynn. But then mm-hmm. Brittany has a lot of other shit to worry about that we don't. Right. But at the same time, Lynn's right. So she's able to mm-hmm. appreciate the simpler things in life because honestly, Brittany's not allowed to do anything else. Right. So she has to. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So she embraces her yoga time and you know, setting goals, like really working on her back flexibility and all that kind of stuff. That's a good point. Because what else can she be happy? Oh, my God. It's kind of sad, but kind of true, right? So, Jeffrey, how do we move forward from this? What are we going to do today to ignite our inner goddess? Well, one thing that I love is we all need to start a silent rebellion somehow within ourselves. I love that that's what she uses as her like. What did that? What does that mean to you specifically? Doing something so small that you don't need to it's such a small change making such a small change that you don't need to like scream about it you know like some people when they like start a diet they like tell you everywhere they'll throw it on instagram they'll, they'll like how are you doing oh i just started a new diet silent rebellion is more of like something you do for yourself that you don't have to tell people about maybe it is starting a diet but maybe it's doing that for yourself and not needing to put that out there for everyone yeah, I you think know? social media, we've gone too far. Mm-hmm. Well, we've gone too far being social on mm-hmm. the media. <laughs> you know, like let's, she talks about the inner experience. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. I like that, Jeffrey. Yeah. 
You're going to choose one thing to have a... A silent rebellion. Within ourselves. Because the rebellion is that we're shaking things up within ourselves. Right. But we're doing it it quietly and peacefully. Yes. For ourselves. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to find happiness in the small things. I'm going to uh, be more aware of that. Hmm. And I, I I know I talked about it a lot, but I just love the chapter on finances. Yeah. Wait, the name of that chapter is so good. What is it called? It's called The Mistress of the Market. Oh. <laughs> yes. When? <laughs> oh, my God. Judd, you know my other favorite part of this was you. <laughs> what? I love that you called it wooey wooey stuff. <laughs> That's a universal term, Jeff. No, I know. I just, it, I loved it. I don't know. It stuck with me. It was something that stood out. Like, I love calling that wooey wooey stuff. It was great. It was. It it's was great. Okay, good. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, guys, go get the book if you haven't yet. It's great. And she's, I'm telling you too, all of the other stuff that she's got out there, she's got blogs, she's got YouTube. She has YouTube videos teaching you how to do the EFT stuff, the EFT um, oh, tapping. okay. I don't know if, if I said that, probably said that incorrectly. No, but, you, did, you said it correctly. Um, I also looked it up. You know, there are like multiple places in LA where you can go and learn how to do this. There are like studios and like, like I-, I Can put, you take a class? Yeah. Jeffrey. Just, just a thought. Me and you. Sam. Me and you, kid. Gonna, me and you, kid. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. I want to, I want, I've got some blocks. I want to open that stuff up. Yeah. I'm ready right? for it. And it seems kind of like simple stuff. I mean, it's just, it's like, just learning. So it looks like a cross between like acupuncture and like meditation. I've seen it on Vanderpump Rules. I think that that's what Jax did. Oh. When he was really going through it and he started going to the den, the meditation place in L.A. And then the woman started doing the tapping stuff on him. Oh, like she was like tapping yeah. him on his head like you are enough. Yeah, I am. You you are an honest person. Stop being a sociopath. Yeah. And then it turned into just like slapping and punching. him. Yeah. That's honestly what he deserved at the time. But mm. uh, but no, but she was doing that tapping thing. So yeah. I have like seen that. I bet I bet at the den. That yeah. would be the first place for us to yeah. look. Emotional freedom. That's she great. is very uh, prolific. Lynn just lets it flow. Yeah, she's in all touch. these videos. She said she's the the she's got material ready to write a book about being a witch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, reclaiming the witch. She she knows that that's a hot topic. I I also love too that she's in she's introverted when it, it comes to this stuff, but she, like she's still proud enough to like be like yes i am a witch like it's a true introvert you know when introverts know the topic that they will be discussing Mm -hmm. they're confident can do anything it's Mm -hmm. not about being shy and not using your voice if they know what the subject is yep like lynn being invited to a dinner party that might be her nightmare right okay because we could talk about anything yeah right but here she knows exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, and that Lynn is, so that means that Lynn would feel uh, recharged by spending time alone quietly. Mm-hmm. That's the same as Brittany. Brittany is in, she is the 
ultimate introvert. Mm-hmm. I even said this on the backstage tour in Vegas when Felicia was showing us around. Mm-hmm. And she was like, now listen, everybody, because all the fans are freaking out before the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany's girlfriends are in town. She's going to talk to them. Then we're going to open the doors and we'll start the meet and greet. And you'll, you know, go two by two. Mm-hmm. She's like, now Brittany is very shy. And I was like, Felicia, you don't need to tell me. Because I was at the front of the line. I was like, I get it. Like, this isn't like I'm not going to have a conversation with her. But Felicia tells every group right. this. And I'm kind of like looking at all the fans. I'm like, guys, we should all know this. And actually, this meet and greet should not exist. Yeah, it's... You know, I think that Brittany should not. She's not built for a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot of energy coming at her. That's a lot. I did want to talk to Lynn about how I feel sensitive to the collective energy mm. and how that would, how and I want to talk about in relation to Britney Spears. Um, it's crazy that people need that reminder though, because she means so much to some people that they forget she's actually a person, you know? So then it's just so much coming at it's just her. like everything. God, could you imagine like two, like how many people have said to her, like you've changed my life or I, I, the the intense you're right the intense things that people must come at her with like that she can't handle i mean it's hard enough for one person to hear that yet alone like have 50 people have 50 strangers come up to you and say all these things to you my sister and i used to direct children's theater mm-hmm. so imagine you know a lot of little short people mm-hmm. and after the rehearsals they would surround you and all and ask you questions all at the same time mm-hmm. and my sister i remember she looked up at me and she was like this is what it must feel like for a celebrity yeah. <laughs> Cause oh because they're just like, yeah right coming, <laughs> coming at you <laughs> that's true it's good i'm getting like leaving a courtroom and all the reporters like crashing it on you 100%. but like with kids yeah, yeah totally <laughs> totally yeah wow yeah, wow lots of wow do you feel like do you feel like you understand Brittany? more now that we've talked to Lynn a little more I think Lynn kind of made me realize how um how not complicated a lot of this stuff is like Amen. right because you know I I've been saying I've been on the fence about like whether she's got hidden messages or whether like it's her or not and I think Lynn just made it seem so simple yeah like you know, like she does, she has the same routine as Brittany does, which, and she's in a completely different part of the world in a completely different life. And, you know, she, Lynn said it a couple of times, she's not really on the pulse with like pop culture and everything. So like, and she's doing the same thing. So made the world a little smaller, you uh, know, in a really cozy way. Yeah. Guys, when you're listening to this, I will be on the beaches of Hawaii. <laughs> doing more investigative reporting yes in this moment i could very well be in the the yoga studio and that simple what did Brittany call it the simple pretty yoga studio where Brittany took class i'm going thank you to the listeners for letting me know exactly where that yoga studio is yes um the specific listener who told me no longer lives in maui otherwise i would ask her to go to class together yeah all right jeffrey this has just been wonderful jen it's been adorable and simple adorable and simple is that what she called <laughs> yeah. it oh adorable and simple right 
Oh. Yep. We love you, Brittany. We do. We love you, Lynn. So much. She knows. Lynn knows, though. She feels it. She feels it. Yeah. Love you, Jeffrey. Love you, Jed. <laughs> Bye, guys. An Erios production. Powered by ACAST. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.